Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Dave Garrick with Atlas Screen Supply. David Gross with Condi Systems. Hello, this is Jimmy Lamb with Sawgrass. This is Lon Winters with Graphic Elephants. And you're listening to Two Regular Guys Podcast. 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 Hosted by Aaron Montgomery and Terry Combs. Coming to you live from a condemned outhouse on the wrong side of the tracks. Somewhere dark, dirty, and dank. All right. Well, welcome to the show. It is Friday, April 24th, 2020. I'm Terry Combs, and you find me at terrycombs.com. I'm the guy who was talking over the intro. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first time for my new co-host here, Terry Combs. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome in. My name's Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me over at oursuccessgroup.com. Today, Terry and I are going to be continuing our discussion uh, about the landscape of a post-pandemic decorators community so uh post-apocalypse right is that yes (laughs) something like that zombie apocalypse i've been uh preparing for this for 12 seasons of walking dead so there you go there you go anybody needs advice i got it (laughs) just and he's got a yellow legal pad and he's all ready so i do right here (laughs) there we go nice (laughs) um so yeah so today's discussion is going to be a good one um we 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 actually started this two weeks ago before the uh, Women in Garment Decorating uh, group. And uh, it, we were like, oh, boy, do we have enough here? We kept adding stuff. And and you guys showed up like rock stars, as usual. The regulators exactly. were, were in rock star format. And uh, so they we didn't get <laughs> – we barely got halfway through it. So we'll, right. we'll see how we do today. This could turn into a three-parter. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, but we've got some people checking in here. We've got Wade checking in. And uh, Todd, good morning. And uh, ah, Ray Weiss from SGIA. It's good to see you too, sir. So thanks for joining us. Uh, Cindy King says, good morning. Hope you all have a great show. Me too, Terry. I hope we have a great show. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. And and Rich and Richard and uh, Eric in the comments as usual. So uh, thank you very much, Eric, for all of the things that you do to make this a wonderful show. Sorry about our rough start there. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting a little bit of a countdown into that. <laughs> As I was jokingly saying, I'm testing my chair because I, hey, for all of the regulators, about. I oiled my chair after after about a year of conversation about it. Uh, right. I took it about eight steps through the sliding doors here and oiled it, and then I brought it back in. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. So. It was a long yeah. time coming. But hey, you know, we got to get the show started on time, Terry. That's, we, we run a tight ship around here. So, all right. Well, let's talk a couple of news things before we do dive in here, though, Terry. Um, so SGA, Amanda over at SGA, uh, and, and I've seen all the emails and stuff. In fact, uh, Pete Loveless had uh, sent us a note on Instagram. So uh, they're pretty excited about this uh, opportunity, and, and it seems like a good one. So SGA announced uh, a new apparel decorators town hall that's going to be happening next Wednesday, April 29th. 
Uh, it's free and they are planning to do more in the series, but uh, put this Facebook Live event together to equip those in the current uncertainty with COVID-19 with some extra resources to help their businesses. SGA's Apparel Decorators Committee is committed to keeping the apparel community up to date on COVID-19 during these uncertain times. Join SGIA as moderators will be Apparel Decorator Committee member Pete Loveless, a general manager of Booster Spiritwear, and also uh, the, the guy that talked me into the whole um, confetti cannon thing. <laughs> That's great. He is to blame for that. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, uh, so uh, expert panel. I'm never going to get Andy's uh, name right, but uh, Andy uh, Paparazzi, I'm going to go with, uh, who's the chief chief. Ac- Economist, can't even say economist at SGIA. Uh, Marcia Kittner, or Marcy Kittner, do you see? Uh, you give me the names. I like that. Too. Very, that's funny. I was actually thinking about that as I was putting it into the outline. <laughs> this will be hilarious. <laughs> right. So, Marcy Kittner is the vice president of government affairs at SGIA. Uh, Adrian Harrison, we'll go with that. Adrian, <laughs> man, uh, Vice President of Human Relations at, at the Printing Industry of Americas, and uh, Elizabeth Lyons, Vice President in Government of Government and External Affairs at the Printing Industry of America. So uh, check that out. Um, assuming you head over to the SGIA's webpage, I, I don't have the link in front of me right now. So uh, yeah, I'm sure you can go to SGIA.org and yeah. uh, it'll be listed there yeah. among their events. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get it into the show notes as well. Uh, once we get that and uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll find it here and, and I'm sure uh, get Eric that. is feverishly searching the internet right now for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Eric. Um, all right. So that, that's happening. Definitely going to check that out. Uh, looking forward to that on Wednesday, April 29th. And um, yeah, so there we go. Head over to SGA.org to find more information until then. So, uh, good stuff there. Also, uh, we will be uh, firing up the uh, virtual cocktail party once more for the third time. So uh, we're pretty excited about that. Decorators Community Virtual Cocktail Party. We uh, we, we can't do it every week. I don't think we could uh, survive <laughs> said uh, fun, but uh, we are going to try to do it every other week if we can. Uh, so Friday, May 1st, starting at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you head over to tworegularguys.com slash party, you can get all signed up there. And uh, it is BYOB. Uh, I've tried to figure out a way to get Terry to buy us all cocktails, but I have not, uh, <laughs> not sorted that out. So uh, Todd says third time's a charm. <laughs> <laughs> last uh, last time we encouraged everybody to go out and get uh, appetizers from your favorite mm-hmm. local establishment. And uh, I certainly did that. I had some wings, had some sliders, things like that from uh, – my local sports bar, cold beers and cheeseburgers. So yeah, that's a great idea. Do something like that again. And uh, let's support our local communities. You know, uh, actually when I was picking uh, my things up at, um, at cold beers, I asked the, the manager uh, how things are going. And he said, you know what, we've started hiring back some staff because uh, people are really coming out and supporting us. And I thought, well, that's, that's great news. Great to hear. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. And I've been doing the same thing, you know, I'm, as soon as we're done here, I'm, I don't need the cinnamon roll, but I want the cinnamon <laughs> roll. <laughs> so up the up the street, my uh, local coffee shop, Upshot Coffee here, and uh, they have wonderful cinnamon rolls as well. So I'm going to uh, be heading up there after we're done today. So yes, so get out there and support your your local. And, and that's a great idea, Terry. Let's let's get do that again. Bring your own appetizers. Uh, in fact, uh, last time, if you uh, stayed to the end, <clears throat> Janessa actually. Uh, 
got not only pizza, but pizza and fries. I never thought of that combo. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> and, and I honestly went right over my head until Todd brought it up yesterday, too. And I'm like, that does sound like a good combo. So maybe I have to figure that out, too. Some yeah, she ordered fries. pizza during the uh, during the event and uh, had it delivered and ate it right, right there on camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the delicious stuff. Bring, bring your food, but bring... You know, it doesn't, if you don't drink, it's no big deal. You're still welcome to come, bring your water, bring whatever, you know, uh, bring your moonshine. If you're Todd, bring, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I may just have a uh, Captain and Coke. Well, who knows? So it's going to be a blast again. So we'll see you over there again, two regular guys.com slash party. But Terry, what, uh, what do you have uh, up on sure. your side of the world over there? <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the deadline for the 2021 speakers at Impressions Expo, the sponsor of this show, uh, they've extended the deadline to get your uh, your seminar ideas in to May 1st. And I'm sure you can uh, find that at ImpressionsExpo.com. Uh, so if you want to be a speaker next year, you still have time to to join in and uh, be be uh, one of those folks that hangs around the speakers lounge with me and Aaron and, uh, and Eric. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I spoke uh, yesterday with Katie from NBM. And uh, she's telling me that they are now attempting to move their June 11 through 13 Indianapolis show. And that is their big show, B.I.G. show. Um, and they're trying to move that to a date in July. She said uh, she'll let me know what that date will be. They're trying to determine um, if it's going to be a two day or a three day show. But but they're not feeling uh, that June is going to going to cut it. So going to try to go to July with that one. And we will stay on top of this, uh, all these changes and events and let everybody know. I spoke with Marsha Derryberry with uh, Impressions and Impressions Expo yesterday as well. And she said they've streamlined all their social sites into one called Impressions Group. And she says they're loading editorial content nearly every single day to keep uh, decorators informed and learning about learning new things in addition to important Impressions Expo information about their upcoming events as well. I, I checked in to, to find out if uh, any any changes to their schedule. And as of right now, they are on track with uh, with a schedule according to ImpressionsExpo.com website. Excellent. Okay. Uh, one thing I forgot to put in the outline there, Terry, that uh, just came to mind too as you were talking Uh Graphics Pro will be uh, coming out soon. That that combination of the A and E uh, printware, um, and I can't remember the third magazine. Shoot, what are the sign magazine? Right? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. So it's a combination of all three of the MBM's magazine into one that they're calling Graphics Pro. Uh, so that should be coming out here relatively soon. I think May is the first. Uh, yeah, I, I can't remember. May yeah, I think June. I think it is May, but uh, but soon. So yeah, yeah, very soon. Keep so an out for that. I, I have my my first article. I've uh, I'm going to be a uh, columnist for for that. So uh, oh, super cool. To, uh, having that first one come out and uh, had been doing that with it, the folks over at A and E and and uh, so appreciate them picking me up over at Graphics Pro too. So uh, let's see here a couple of quick comments before we get to what everybody really came for is the dad jokes. Um, Dot tone Dan joining us. Welcome in Dan. And uh, let's see here. Oh, one more quick announcement from Marshall here. Uh, Tom and I, when he says I, Marshall, <laughs> Tom and Marshall decided to move Shirt Lab Dallas to March 19th, uh, 2021. Look for more details to follow. Shirt Lab Dallas will be next year too, but still coordinating the date, looking at June or August. So um, 
Check Marshall, I think Dallas is close enough for us to road trip there. What do you think? We can, uh, your wife can make up a batch of cookies, and we can hop in, uh, hop in my Honda and drive to Dallas. What do you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you got you got <laughs> you got stuff Eric in the back too. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, the two tallest guys get to sit in the back seat of the old uh, Honda Accord. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say probably the two tallest guys in the industry too. That's probably that true. <laughs> I, I can't think of anybody. That, yeah, well, Marshall, Eric, is there anybody that you guys have ever had to actually look up towards? So. <laughs> Um, so, all right, let's get to, again, what everybody's tuned in for in, in 2020 here, Terry, it's the dad jokes. You, you know, Aaron, and this is, uh, I, I, my, did my first one last week and here I am doing a, another one this week. I know, so I know, are, you ready? Yeah. What did the fish say when it ran into a concrete wall? <laughs> uh, I don't know, Terry, what did the fish say? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <that's pretty> <laughs> When I saw that in the outline, it made me laugh a lot. So, and it's still making me laugh a lot. That, that <laughs> All right. All right. Well, good stuff there. Thank you, Terry. High five. Nice job. <laughs> All right. Hey, before we dive in, Aaron, uh, we want to thank everyone for checking out the Two Regular Guys podcast. If you are listening to the podcast version right now, we would appreciate you sharing with your friends so they can be regulators too. Plus, uh, we would love and appreciate you giving us a review on Apple Podcast, um, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening to the show right now. If uh, we are always uh, looking for new guests, and if you or anyone would like to join us, go to calendly.com slash two, the number two regular guys and uh, share your idea. And we might be able to get you on the show. If you're watching us live right now on Facebook, join in with your comments and, and questions, reach out to your industry friends and have them join us right now too. And we're really counting on you guys again this week to, uh, to throw out your questions and your comments about uh, the landscape after the apocalypse. So yeah, indeed. Regulators unite or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's hear a, a word from our platinum sponsor, the impression expo. Uh, they are doing a lot of great things to keep things going. So let's hear a word from them. What is impressions expo? Impressions expo formerly known as ISS is the premier trade show dedicated to the imprinted and decorated apparel industry. They have five shows that are produced annually in each region of the United States, including Long Beach, California, Atlantic City, New Jersey, Orlando, Florida, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and cap off the year at Fort Worth, Texas. Each of those five annual shows also feature over 30 seminars and hands-on workshops in categories such as screen printing, embroidery, digitizing, digital decorating, and much, much more. Visit ImpressionsExpo.com for more details. And while there, use the promo code REGULARGUYSIE for a free expo pass. Again, make sure you visit ImpressionsExpo.com to get more details. And the two regular guys look forward to seeing you there. All right. Thank you very much to the Impressions Expo. And uh, again, all those things are, are changing and, and ever uh, changing. So we've uh, we, we've talked. They're just so busy over there. I haven't been able to get anything new from them yet. But uh, hey, we're we're uh, we're supporting them. So again, go over to ImpressionsExpo.com and tell them the two regular guys sent you. And uh, we appreciate their support of our program here. You know, Aaron, uh, I also spoke with Josh uh, from Impressions Expo yesterday. And uh, yeah. 
as the uh, show director, I believe would be his his title. And he said they do have some uh, some things in the works that they're going to be announcing uh, very soon here on the show. So uh, look Excellent. forward to that. I, I tried to tell him, can you just tell me between the two of us? And he was not buying because he was not buying. Apparently, apparently he's seen our show. <laughs> <laughs> he might know that we have big mouths. So. <laughs> we overshare sometimes. Yeah. Hey, you know what? <laughs> That's what we're all about. We're here to share. <laughs> um, so, uh, Jarita said, I'm here, not a decorator, but love your wisdom. So, oh, very uh, nice. Yeah, thanks, Jarita. We appreciate you joining us. And, and uh, yeah, you don't need to be a decorator to be a regulator. You're, you're a regulator too. We'd love it. So. <laughs> hey, you know, Aaron, uh, last week we, or two weeks ago, we talked about, you know, what's happening in the industry during the, the pandemic. And, yeah. and the show was really about what's going to happen after. But uh, I, I mentioned to you before we came on the air this morning that, uh, you know, I was out running this morning and I noticed that the Arby's on the corner was not only closed, but the signage was off the building. And and it just kind of made me think about our conversation from two weeks ago where we said, if your business is marginal, you know, you were you were coasting. Uh, you know, I, I think that that people are going to be falling out the, yeah. the marginal companies. And and I think there are also companies that are that are. I don't know if taking advantage of the situation is the proper way to to say it, but but taking a look at you know maybe that Arby's was the 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 low store in their group and yeah. taking the opportunity to you know what let's just, just let's just close that down and I think that people are doing that I think that they are saying you know maybe we are overstaffed in this department or that department you know and hopefully uh, hopefully you're not letting people go for that reason during this because there's not not a lot of places for people to go to but. I think that um, that there's a lot of reevaluation going on with companies, and 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 maybe it's not personnel, maybe it's uh, maybe it's product lines, or you know, taking a look and say, you know, we we don't really make money when we when we decorate this product and sell yeah. it, you know, but it's it's been in the catalog for the last five years. Well, you know what? Maybe it's coming out of the catalog. It's this is an an excellent opportunity for people, and this is something I've talked about on the show before is be your own consultant. You, you don't have to, you don't have to pay me or pay Aaron or pay Eric to come into your shop for a lot of the things that you, that you can change, but you can't, oh. you, you certainly can, <laughs> certainly can. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of things, it, it's just a matter of you walking around your own shop and, and thinking about your production process and, 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 and reviewing the products that you have been selling and things like that, reviewing the way you do things, because, you know, just because you started doing uh, the process a certain way 10 years ago doesn't mean that that's still the best way today. And <laughs> it's it's hard to make change. But you know what? Uh, the world's changing around us. So maybe this is the opportunity to go out and, and do that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. When, when, you, when you say that that about, you know, not, that just because it's the way you've always done it, that always reminds me of uh, my my favorite uh, poster that I hung up on the wall when I went and started it to. Uh, Coastal Business Supplies was a picture of a guy in the running. I've, I've told this story probably hundreds of times. I'm starting to turn into Terry here. But um, <laughs> but yours, yours don't get more flair to them like mine. I know. Do. I know. I need, to, I need to work on that. But uh, no, I, I think it's it's hilarious because that was that was it. You know, and that was back back then. So put up sign. It's, it was a guy getting gored in the running of the bulls in, uh, in Spain. And underneath it says, just because this is the way you've always done it doesn't mean it's not incredibly stupid. So, you know, that was always like, well, that's just how we do it. Okay. Well, that's stupid. So, <laughs> um, 
Yes. I, I think it is interesting though, Terry, because, you know, like you said, if people are getting laid off and stuff like that, there's not, but at the, at the flip side of it, you know, there are some businesses that are still open. You know, I mean, uh, my friends over at pick the gift are, are, are a good example of this. And because of the restrictions, you know, they, they can't hire people. They, they need many, many people. And, uh, you know, so it's just, once these things start lifting though, uh, you know, I think there is going to be a bit of a, I don't, you know, what you're doing right now is, is very telling. I, I've heard stories about people that are basically competing with unemployment, which seems a little crazy to me that, you know, somebody that could potentially have a job is choosing to not have a job. And, and again, if it's a health concern or, or something like that, that, that makes a hundred percent sense. But there are some people that are just taking a vacation for, for free, you know, and, and that's, I don't know. And, but that's gonna, you know, that might feel good right now, but down the road, again, I'm not making any judgment about if there is an actual health concern, absolutely. And, and people should be working together and this should be a time of more partnership between employee and employer. Um, but if, if you're just taking advantage of the situation, either side, like you said, Terry, if you're taking advantage of the situation and just getting rid of people because, you can now and call it a COVID thing, or if you're taking a, a vacation because, you know, the whole thing's got to be reassessed. So I think there is going to be a, a lot of shakeup. And that's what we really want to talk about here is all of the shakeup that's going to be kind of happening and, and how we can best plan and be ready to um, thrive as, as this thing starts to lift. I, I know for um, us here in uh, Missouri, we don't know for sure, but, all of the indication right now is that uh, they plan on lifting the stay in place around May 4th. Uh, when So the current stay in uh, shelter in place, sorry, not stay in place, shelter in place is uh, supposed to be up on May 3rd at midnight. So um, and and a lot of people are kind of saying that they think that that's actually going to stay, that they aren't going to extend it. So we'll see. But I, I know right. other places have extended it through the end of May. So, right. Well, you, uh, you know, Aaron, I, I don't know if I believe that or not. You're going to have to show me because, you know, Missouri is a <laughs> it is the show, show me state. state. <laughs> well, we'll show you on May 4th, apparently. <laughs> you know, uh, Aaron, and, uh, and another side note here, which is why we didn't get through this last time. Because <laughs> we haven't <laughs> but, even started on the outline yet. <laughs> no, but it's only 820 uh, here. But, um, you know, a, a lot of people are taking advantage of this time in, in education-wise and uh, you know, at Equipment Zone, we you know have some time on our hands, so we've started doing uh, webinars, two to three webinars uh, a week, and and uh, under the um, under the guidance of Jay Bassell, a lot of folks know Jay as a as a regular guest here on the show. So mm -hmm. Jay's put together all these webinars, and uh, we, yesterday was one on just on pre-treating shirts for direct garment printing. Well, you know, there's a hundred seats in in uh, in a Zoom meeting. And every seat was full with people waiting to get in. So th that's people who are saying, you know what, I'm down right now, uh, but I'm going to spend this time uh, educating myself for when this fires back up again. So so kudos to all those folks out there who are who are taking advantage of the education opportunities that are out there. And, and a lot of folks are doing uh, webinars and, and uh, Zoom meetings and things like that right now. So if you're not real busy, you know, check those out and uh, and. Uh, use the time we, you know we did a couple of, of um, webinars on just basically how to survive in uh, in this time and uh 
and talking about marketing ideas for when uh, you're in a, in a shelter situation. And gosh, the the number of views uh, and people going back and watching on YouTube has been tremendous. So, you know, it's um, uh, as I said, kudos to all those people who are out there who are who are trying to uh, use this time uh, to, to better themselves and better their businesses. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We're actually getting ready over at our success group to uh, kick off our five part series on uh, planning for success, business planning. And uh, you know, it, it, a lot of excitement around that because again, yeah, this is the time to really kind of solidify things. Um, a little bit earlier, Marshall had a comment that uh, was uh, from Mark Cudre saying uh, that Mark was talking the other day about how 40 to 60 percent of small businesses will not make it through this pandemic event. Some businesses just weren't sound to begin with. And this just accelerates the problem. And and, and that's, you know, but so now's the time to get get sound. Uh, Brian uh commented and upside sort of with all the unemployment, all of a sudden there might be an opportunity to help some people and pick up talent you need, being a lookout for quality people who won't be able to return to their last employment. That's it. And even if they might be able to return to their last employment, you know, this kind of gives them that thought to like, hmm, you know, maybe my other employer didn't really take care of me and I need to be looking for right. a, a better place to be. And, you know, if you're making your company the better place to be, uh, that that's a, that there will be lots of opportunity for you. You know, I, it, the, the companies that are coming in to understanding that their people are the most important part of their business, you know, and it's not just a, a, a use turn them and burn them type thing are going to have a lot of opportunity to pick up a lot of talent. I, honestly, from a, somebody that's hired in the past, I, I want to hire somebody that's already has a job, not because I want to steal them away from the other company, but because they're employable. You know, the people that sometimes don't have jobs, there might be a reason that you might not figure out about until, you know, a few months in. <laughs> so <True enough. laughs> uh, uh, let's see here. What were some of the other comments here, Terry? So we, so we can actually get started. <laughs> um, okay. Let's see here. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, back up, uh, Christine says, uh, I think a lot of people are reevaluating their circumstances too. things that w- what's been happening recently really point out pain points in people's lives. So I'd guess many people are doing some self-examination and figuring out what they want uh, right now. So um, boom, boom, boom. Okay. Oh, yep. And Todd does have a good point here that this is something to consider. One of the big issues with returning to work now is that uh, at least here in Missouri and I know in Illinois, um, a lot of places have schools out, schools done for the year. Kids are not going back. And so, you know, if all of a sudden in Missouri, they do say, okay, May 4th, the shelter in place is over. Everybody can go back to work now. Uh, Well, we've got a bunch of kids here that we're supposed to be homeschooling how do you homeschool when you're at work <laughs> right i guess uh, uh i guess some people will be uh, taking their kids to work with them you know yeah 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 and, and marshall says you know how do people handle that over summer not much different well yes and no because you plan for the summer part and you you have you know you you get that together and you have that expense that you're you're planning on paying for you know summer care programs and now if you've got to extend that summer care program an extra month or two and you don't have the funds for that 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 makes it a little bit of a challenge so um i see both sides for sure so um 
Of course, in Arizona, we're coming into uh, schools end in Arizona uh, mid-May anyway. So I guess we're we're up against uh, when school would normally be out. But gotcha, uh, gotcha. You know, but they've also been closed for for some time. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, let's see here. Okay. Um, Brian says, uh, I really think most of the shutdowns are due to actual loss of revenue. There may be a reason for some cynicism about certain employees, but honestly, if something shuts down, it wasn't long for the world in good economic times. So, and I think that's kind of the point that, that you were making about the Arby story. If you're, if you're marginal and you're, you're, you know, then this, uh, like, uh, Mark said this kind of accelerates the whole thing. So. Right, you, you lose 10, 20% or more of your of your revenue. That that's what was keeping you just above water, you know. And so it doesn't take much. Yep, for sure. Um, <laughs> oh, Lenny has a has a good point here. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't be touching things, Eric. My my bad. <laughs> Stop touching the buttons. <laughs> Don't touch the buttons. I'm gonna put my hands behind my back. Um, <laughs> Lenny says, I think people are scared to drop kids off as well. The parents I've talked to are really freaked out. Not all, but some. Yeah, certainly. Um, all right. Uh, so should we should we go ahead and start? It's, you know, halfway through the. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. One more. Dot Tone Dan. Uh, when I was back at Disney, part of their preparation in business for downturns were to do run throughs of economic downturn situations. How do you handle that? How do we prepare, manage, look at what? they would do in each department and estimate the savings is that cutting people in different areas changing process etc at the end of this exercise you then evaluate those areas of business and determine do you really need that area now events like this covid-19 stretch us so that's excellent and, and and unfortunately you know everybody's thinking that right now but 5 years from now this will be so far in the rearview mirror <laughs> that, yeah. that uh, life is good again and it will never turn bad. Well, yeah. anybody who was around in 2007, 2008 knows that, uh, that, you know, these downturns can happen and, and catch you by surprise. So, yep. you know, good to be prepared. For sure. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's been, you know, several things that, that happen. So, all right, Terry, well, let's, let's finally start part two here. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so let, let's see here. Oh, shoot. Another comment. No, I, let's do it. I, I want the comment actually. We're, we're here for the regulators. So if this becomes part three, it becomes part three. <laughs> um, James says uh, nurse wife. So my IT job allows me to work from home anyways. I'm kind of lucky in that respect can watch the kids and work from home. Certainly. Yeah. You know, a lot of people figure it out and you work out the situations, but, uh, you know, not everybody has that. So we have to, I don't know. I, I read something, uh, interesting the other day where, you know, where people were saying, Oh, we're all in the same boat. Well, we're not in the same boat. We're all in the same storm. We have different boats that we're in and right. some of our boats are a little, um, tighter than others. And, and we need to help those that have, uh, have leaky boats. So, um, Okay. Yeah, and I, I I've been working from home for you know years, so yeah. it's just another day for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just another day in the zombie apocalypse for Terry. He's ready. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Ready. Well, <laughs> since since Terry, you've been so prepared for the zombie apocalypse because of your uh, your love for the Walking Dead series. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's finally gotten you somewhere, Terry. <laughs> what what does the world look like when the the sun rises and we're we're is back to normal as we're going to be. What's, what is the new normal? I think that, uh, I think that a lot of companies are going to be doing business differently than what they were doing before this happened. And, uh, for instance, um, 
I think maybe face-to-face meetings are going to become less common, you know, a less common way for people to do business where, uh, you know, I, I know when I was an active screen printer, I would have uh, the folks from NASDAQ, folks from Syracall, uh, other uh, Midwest, all these guys would, they'd come and call on me, uh, you know, at least once a month and and stop by and say, hey, do you need this? Here's a, here's a new ink. Here's a new this. Here's a new that to try. Here's some new emulsion. Can we come in and and do a uh, live demo for your crew on this product. And and uh, I think some of that might go away. And I, I think we're also in a situation where uh, we're more prepared for that kind of thing today with with technology. You know, it's it's so easy. Well, for instance, at Equipment Zone, you know, Equipment Zone goes out to every customer location and, and trains the person who buys a, a DTG printer. Well, obviously you can't do that right now. So uh, it, it's forced the company to really get set up to do a, an online training, a one-on-one training with a customer where the tech is standing in front of a, an F2100, the customer standing in front of their F2100, uh, pulling up on the screen the software, how to use it, and, and and getting pretty darn good at it to the point where you know maybe that will be the future. Maybe that's going to be the way that at least Equipment Zone is going to to, to train people in the future because it's it's gotten to the point now where they the, the techs are doing it just as naturally as when they pull up in a rental car in front of your business and and walk in and and, and train you. So, you know, I think things like that are are, are probably in our future. Um, you know, Aaron, you you and I and, and Eric have uh, have been talking about what a great oppor- education opportunity is for people like us, where you know we're we're not being able to go out and and do uh, trainings and seminars and things like that live. So we're, we're doing them, you know, like the DAC seminars, Aaron, that you, that you put together, uh, for Scott and Margie that, uh, that you're kind of, uh, um, uh, MCing and helping people <laughs> get, get, because, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's easy to say, Hey, I'm going to do online training. It's harder when you sit down and say, okay, well, how do I do that? <laughs> so, so with you facilitating that for DAX, it was really easy to, to go in and, and and share the content because you're doing all the all all the button pushing and and, <laughs> and keeping an eye on the clock, grabbing the questions from from viewers and that sort of thing. So I think there's going to be uh, more of that type of thing. And hey, do I uh, do I miss the travel a little bit? Uh, just a little bit right now, sure. uh, since our friends at American Airlines have rolled our our flight status over in through the end of next year. Uh, I'm not as concerned about missing uh, all, these, <laughs> all these flights. I like my status, you know. Yeah, I know. I can tell. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, I I, I think that's going to be part of it. That that uh, well, you know, and, and I'll give you another example. You know, if, if the management or owner of of your company is pretty old school, the idea of working from home is is very foreign to them. And I think by by forcing people to do it and by forcing management to look at it. They're probably saying, you know what, this this works way better than I thought it was going to. And then you start thinking, do I need 12 office spaces, you know, for these folks to come back to? Or or do do I, you know, have uh, have uh, Zoom meetings with everybody every morning or once a week and everybody work from home? I think and, and you know, you have to be the right person to be able to work from home because some people just can't handle the distraction of it. But uh you know, you got to get up in the morning, uh, take a shower, go to work. And yeah. uh, <laughs> that's 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 probably the trick of it. Um, probably should get out of your pajamas. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's funny that you mentioned. I actually wrote a blog about that uh, back when. So I don't know if you remember this, Terry, but when we were with US Screen and this was kind of at the end of it. And I'm not sure if you were still there at that point or not, but but I was kind of, quote unquote, you know, I'd left. I went to Boston and, um, you know, kind of moved on. And then uh, things were, quote unquote, changing. So I, I was actually working from home for a little bit from, from Boston. And, and I had never done that before. You know, I had always been in the office type guy. And, yeah. and at first, like you said, it was, it was hard, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, from, from both ends, from distractions or, you know, it interfering with, with my normal life too. And so um, I figured, okay, I'll write a blog post about this because I need to figure this out. And and it really was that it was that, that kind of going into the office turn, you know, opening up putting your open sign on like i said take a shower you know you don't have to you don't have to get dressed up in a suit but you know you should put something on that you would be comfortable wearing into work as well you know yeah exactly um, you know pants things like that (laughs) (laughs) and and you know and and you take your lunch break you take your half hour hour and and then you come back and 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 clock back in and you know i i know that i uh uh, and, and a lot of people don't do this, but I, I check in with everybody in the office when I log in in the morning. Uh, I say good morning to every single person, just like I would if I was walking into the office. And and that way people know I'm there and I'm ready to work and uh, and uh, and available. And when I go to lunch, I let everybody in the office know, hey, I'm going to lunch. I'll be back in an hour. And, you know, the same deal. And I think that's that's an important part of it as well. And, and you know, it's with your family. You just have to tell them, you know, hey, I'm working right now. And I, I've, I've had in the past. I'll have a, a buddy that um, would just stop by my place. Said, this is the guy that would come up. He didn't knock. He'd just walk in the door, go to the refrigerator, get a beer, come down and sit down on the couch and say, hey, what's going on? <laughs> and, <laughs> that wasn't this, me, by the way. Okay, that wasn't just... Aaron. <laughs> and so this this guy, I mean, he would be, uh, he'd come in and, and he'd say, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, I'm writing an article. Oh, so you're not working. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I am. <laughs> this is what I do. This is, <laughs> this is my work, man. Uh, uh, apparently you're off today though. I see that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because to him, you know, working was going to an office somewhere yeah, and, and, yeah. And, and doing something. So, well, this guy's uh, a tennis pro. And so if he wasn't on the tennis court teaching, he was at my house drinking my beer. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. Man, I like this guy. I, I haven't met him yet. All right. Um, let's let's go back and uh, catch some of the comments. We're, we're going to jump all over the place, talk about some things that we talked about, that Terry's already talked about before. Um, so, Eric, see if, uh, <laughs> do your best, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, let's see here. I want to go back to uh, Christine's comment from about uh, 1031. Uh, she says, I think it's important to keep in mind that everyone has their own circumstances. Some people are making judgments about what they see in other people's lives, but you never know the whole story. We all need to remember that. Um, I, I think that's a huge point to make. And, and, I, and I love that. And I love that Christine's sharing that. For me, I, I yes, I try to be as non-judgmental as I can about, about all this stuff. I don't always succeed. I, I will be honest with everybody about that. Um, but that's something I'm working on really heavily. But for me, it's it's not necessarily about judgment. For me, I, I've just always wanted to push people to be the best version of themselves. And, you know, so sometimes I look at people and I go, okay, is this really the best thing that you can be doing for yourself right now? You're um, talking about me, aren't you? Okay. <laughs> 
I've been meaning. I've been meaning to have this conversation. Is this, I didn't is this think an this intervention. Was right <laughs> I wasn't sure when the right time was going to be, Terry, but this feels right. No social distancing intervention. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I, but I, but I do agree a hundred percent with Christine that we don't know the whole story. So you know, maybe that person that's hoarding toilet paper, there, there's a reason for that. You know, maybe, maybe they've got twenty-seven kids like Todd does, and and you know they're going through the toilet paper, but, but. Again, but let's let's also you know work together, be compassionate. Uh, let's see here. Lenny says, "I totally agree. It's really time to be kind and as non-judgmental as possible." Yeah, it, we are all in this together. We're all in the same storm. So let let's all get out the other side together, and we will always be stronger. I know that we talk about this a lot. It's why I um I love hanging out with Eric and Terry, and because that's what we all want. We all want what's best for everybody. We, we have that abundance yeah. mentality and it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to be surrounded by a group of people like that. So um, let's see here. Uh, when, when Terry, when you were talking about the training on the, the uh, F2000s, uh, Marion said uh, that type of training is also more cost-effective. Um, sorry, F2100s, right? Is that what yeah. it is nowadays? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, you know, I think that's, that's a good point too. That, the when you talk about working from home and you talk about the uh, training and virtual meetings and things like that, that is going to be a, a difference in cost. You know, uh, companies might not need the massive overhead of a of a building anymore. I know a lot of newer companies, especially in the tech world and stuff like that, before all this happened, were really embracing the work from home model because. They didn't have to have that investment into all the infrastructure of of having a building and, and stuff like that. So, um, you know, obviously when you're producing something, you got to have people in there producing something. But, you know, can the rest of the staff work remotely and you can you know, really focus your your area just on the production side of things? Um, yeah. And, and, you know, as I was saying before, with Zoom meetings and things like that, it's so easy to just get everybody together in, uh, you know, one screen and have a conversation without, you know, again, everybody going into the office. And I mean, you know, uh, early on after, you know, I used to live in New Jersey uh, working for Equipment Zone and just one day decided I needed to live in Arizona again. And uh, <laughs> and it wasn't I an don't easy... know why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually lived through Hurricane Sandy there. And then the next winter, it just snowed every week. Every yeah. week it snowed. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. So- I remember that. You would send me pictures all the time of here's New Jersey again today. And I could just feel it. I could just sense it like, wow, Terry is not really enjoying it there. <laughs> well, like one day, one, one day it, it snowed a foot. And and then it iced over. And then it snowed another 18 inches on top. And I was like, what? People live here on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but it was a, it was a tough decision for the folks at equipment zone to say, well, okay. Uh, yeah. Why don't, you know, you're going back to Arizona anyway, we don't want to lose you. So, you know, work from home. And I think it, it took a little, little while for people to get used to it. Well, now there are five people who work uh, from a home situation and, and based on the fact that, well, you know, that actually worked Yeah, and, and we don't have to, we don't have to have the office space. And, and guess what, when there's a snowstorm, um, Terry's still working, you know, yeah. the other folks who are working from home are still working as opposed yeah. to, you know, uh, when, when the, the streets were, were closed in New Jersey because nobody could go anywhere. 
Yeah. Or there were, you know, 47 trees blocking your street like during Hurricane Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. And, and you know, that working from home thing for you guys happened before the uh, COVID situation, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Seven yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, um, but but the, I, th- I think the other point, though, to point out there, though, Terry, is, you know, you were able to to drive that, but you were able to drive that and be able to to do that because you brought enough value to them that it was worth making that change. Right. You making know, the chance. Y- you yeah. can't just go out there and say, well, you have to let me work from home. And, and then if they say no, go, you know, you got to take responsibility for yourself. Are you providing enough value to them that that makes sense? Marshall has a comment here. Uh, one problem with working from home is that most business owners don't trust their staff to them. It's about the time they have been working and not the productivity. What is what's getting us comp- accomplished, spend less time worrying about workers being nine to five and more about the results. And, and so, you know, it is that balancing act is, you know, our, when Terry's working from home, they're getting the value out of Terry because they trust him and, and he brings that value. You know, if you are working from home, quote unquote, and that means you're spending all day watching Netflix and, (laughs) you know, (laughs) then (laughs) you got to kind of, you know, what are you doing to, to well, you know, and, and Aaron, for me, because, um, you know, before uh, all this happened, I would go to the office in New Jersey two, three, four times a year. And I, I, I love seeing everybody, but I couldn't get a darn thing done because in, in an office situation, you know, you, you got to talk about uh, the football game last night and and uh, this and that and the other thing. And and it's like. Well, I'm thinking, man, if I was at home right now, I'd be through this list of calls I need to make. It. <laughs> well, you know, and I'll give you another example. I had uh, I had uh, somebody that worked for me as an artist um, in Kansas City, and uh, she had her baby and said, yeah, I want to come back. And the first day back, she's in my office in tears going, I can't do this. And uh, And I said, well, you know what? Let's do this. Let's try you doing artwork from home. And what ended up happening, and because I'd be I'd be at my office, and then I'd hear the uh, the uh, film printer kick on <laughs> because she was remotely sending sending uh, separations, yep. and uh, to the point where she goes, "Listen, I know we agreed on this number of pieces of artwork. I'm getting that done in like three hours, so I can do more." And it was I, I think because there weren't you know. Well, 75 production floor employees, there was always somebody in the art department asking a question and, and she didn't have those interruptions anymore. And and she was producing so much artwork that that it it became um, a thing where at that company, we had a couple of artists who who just did work from home. She'd come in once a week and um, and for a meeting to pick things up and, and that sort of thing. But uh, but it, it worked out beautifully. And it was one of the situations where. I was going to lose a really good employee because she just could not bring herself to not be home with her baby. Yeah. And, uh, and we were forced into it and it was, it was a huge success. So. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's a good point. Marion says uh, my husband works from home a lot now mandated dated by his employer. I swear he, he works longer hours at home. And, and I, I, I found myself doing that too, because yeah, you can just like, you know, something pops up on your phone and it's six o'clock at night and I go take care of that really quick instead of, you know, waiting till the next morning or something like that. So um, it, it is up to the person working at home to make sure that they're they're setting their boundaries and setting expectations. So, um, well, and, you know, Aaron, along those lines, too, you, you also have to be able to walk away from work. 
you know, and, and yeah. so be set up where that's I'm not good over that. there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but works over there and and at five o'clock or six o'clock or whatever, walk away from it and 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 try try to to not be checking your emails all you know half the night and and things like that because you know for for a healthy life you you need you need some balance and 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 it's easy if you are uh working from home to to work too much just like uh just like uh the regulators are commenting here yeah exactly uh brian says get up shower shave please shave you look awful with that lazy man's beard notice Aaron and Terry look good now when I read that though the first thing I was thinking about is like wait a second fortunately it's dark enough in here I I I missed this morning so I don't grow I don't grow a facial hair fast enough that I have well you have blonde hair too so yeah it it helps it helps but Brian I'm not bad I've I've had a couple of times where that lazy man's uh uh beard happens so I I'll step it up. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> all right. Uh, wonderful comments from all of the regulators. You guys are awesome. Uh, Todd says, I'm sure work at home smokers are getting more done now too. Got to be an extra hour's worth at least. <laughs> um, yeah. Terry, remember back uh, when you and I were at US Screen together, it, Terry instituted uh, cookie breaks for us because we, we felt like at a certain point we were the only two that didn't smoke. Well, yeah. There was a few others and we got every, all the other non-smokers together. And, you know, so when everybody else was outside smoking, we were we said, OK, well, we're taking a cookie break. <laughs> we'd, go out, we'd go outside and have cookies. <laughs> That's right. It's <laughs> like, well, you know, you get to the point where it starts to make you mad. You know, it's like, really? Are you really getting up from your desk for like the fourth time this morning? You yeah. just stand outside for five minutes? Well, yeah. my gosh. I've got cookies, guys. Let's go. <laughs> Stop oh, yeah. what you're doing. <laughs> well, then, of course, uh, then, of course, every Friday, uh, Scott Fresner would walk by with his uh, humidor and nod towards the back door. And we'd go out and smoke a cigar on Friday afternoon. We called it the Finer Things Club yeah. <laughs> from from uh, the office. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Um, the, uh, that, that part always drove me nuts too. Cause I didn't smoke cigars. And then, you know, Terry and I were probably the only people there that didn't play in a band either. And there was definitely a lot of band practice going on. So there were plenty of times where I'm like, Terry, we're the only everybody? ones doing anything. Here. <laughs> Where's everybody? Uh, I almost bought right. a tambourine, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Jeff says, uh, the remote work model also exposes people that are unproductive. Managers can be more readily find dead weight. Um, good stuff there. Um, and, uh, Marion says uh, her, her husband got a promotion and raise while working at home. So wow. it, it exposes both sides, you know, it's like, wow. Okay. Yeah. You get rid of some of those at work distractions. I can't remember where I saw that comment at in there. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those things where we're both sides, you know, it exposes dead weight and it also exposes the people that, that are real productive. There, there we go. James said this more work, less work distractions. So um, let's see here. <laughs> Todd says it's hard not checking emails when Aaron sends 40 between 10 p.m. and 4 a.m. <laughs> I cannot. Cur- no, I can't confirm that is true. <laughs> Terry and Eric also uh, get the get the same uh, treatment. So sorry, guys. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, so uh, Dan Campbell, Dot Tone Dan says, too many interruptions when working in the office. Terry pops in 20 times a day. Hey, you got that art done. Let me look at it. 
make changes 30 minutes later, another change. Get out, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> I didn't know Dan was there when that was going on. <laughs> All right. Um, ah, our, our good friend, Jesse Martinez. What up, boys? What up, Jesse? Good to see you. All right, Terry. Well, let's let's keep going. Um, it's, well, I, we're, we're getting, I can definitely see a, a round three coming here. So, <laughs> well, you know, I, w- I wanted to jump ahead to one of the one of the points that that uh, either you or Eric had put into the notes about yeah. scavenging, and uh, and I think maybe uh, Eric put put the, this yes. in, but yes, um, he's talking about shops are are probably closing, and there might be a glut used equipment in the channel, and and uh, also uh, unserved or underserved customers out there that are, are going to be available because guess what? Those customers are going to be back. They're, they're going to be looking to buy product. And, and, and I mentioned this uh, two weeks ago. I think that there's going to be a flurry of business that, that people are going to be, um, inundated with because, you know, uh, somebody that, that wanted product for their, for their store or whatever, uh, for, for resale, well, all those people are probably low on inventory at this point in time, and everybody's going to want it right now today. So, uh, but but yeah, I think uh, Eric is exactly correct. There's going to be a lot of opportunity for for new business. There's going to be a lot of opportunity for for equipment, and and chances are, if somebody went out of business during this, that equipment probably isn't very well used either. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good point for sure. And and you talked about, you know, the fact that there is going to be unserved or underserved customers out there. Yeah. Think about this. I mean, the, the business is not going away. It, you know, it may right. be kind of slightly on hold and maybe some of like the, the sports and stuff like that. But but again, they're all trying to get creative. I, I, you know, I know, for example, over at Pick the Gift, the amount of orders coming into their personalized gift market, you know, because people aren't going to be having the Mother's Day celebrations. They're not going to be having the same kinds of graduation opportunities and stuff like that. I mean, they're printing garden flags as fast as they can can make them the the order volumes uh, about what it is in the fourth quarter uh, holiday season right now you know so the business is out there and um you know it just it, it takes people getting creative to find it um a good example of this was the fact that uh, you know companies like pick the gift or um we've talked about print and mint and things like that i think their businesses really boomed after colorado timberline went out of business right you exactly know? right all all of that business didn't just go away you know colorado timberline went out of business and all of their customers were like okay well i guess we're done no they went out there looking <laughs> for other places to go right. you know that was I don't know what the exact number was, but the rumors I heard was that was 80 to $90 million worth of personalized products, decorated products that, uh, you know, people were out looking for, you know, so all that stuff's still out there. And uh, again, this is the opportunity to be widening your net, doing more kind of, uh, I think long time ago up in the comments, Marshall said, lead with empathy, you know, think about what, what, your partners, your customers are going through right now. And, you know, when you make that, look at that guy, Eric, he's that, that was like a long time ago and he found it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, so when we talk about that though, you know, you should be making that quote unquote sales call right now as a, I'm, I'm just checking in on you. You're not talking about your products. You're not trying to sell them anything. In fact, you should probably avoid it, even if they start to kind of bring it up. Just keep turning it back on them. You know, what's going on with you guys? What's going on with your business right now? 
Is there anything we can do to support you? But, you know, just in general, what and having those conversations with them will strengthen that relationship. So, like I said, Terry, when when this lifts and everything blows up, they're going to remember the person that that called to check on them. Sure. So. And, and, you know, Aaron, when you talk about that business being there, maybe that little competitor down the street didn't have that much business. But but that that little bit of business they had, it's again has to go somewhere, and 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 so the potential of you increasing your your sales by 25 percent is probably very very real yeah. uh, over what you did last year. Just picking up the bits and pieces of uh, of uh, the broken pieces <laughs> of <laughs> orders that are floating around out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, Eric says in. In embroidery, we're also seeing smaller shops moving into home-based business. The third bedroom squad that moved into commercial spaces are rolling back and running hard. Yeah, so um, it it it's all it's all a matter of what you want to do with it. it. You know, it's up to you. You can choose to just wallow in the despair and and uh, go, ah, "Woe is me!" and this COVID thing sucks and and the sky is falling, or the people that I'm seeing out there that are going, you know what? I want to go out and figure out how I can help, how I can support, how I can do things for others. They're busier than than they've ever been. Um, so, you know, I, I get that it's not that black and white, but I, I certainly want to encourage everybody to to understand that there is plenty of opportunity here too. So, exactly. Um, let's see here, a couple more comments, and then. Uh, yeah, we've got plenty for part three, Terry. <laughs> we could just keep talking about this for weeks on end. Right. <laughs> Till it's over. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, Brian says, please don't forget to solicit essential businesses who have been running, get their orders as their needs have been accumulating while you and your competition have been down. Uh, don't don't wait for the return to work notice. Contact potential customers now. Um, and Marion says, uh, and those businesses that are set up for online orders will be far ahead. Um, Correct. And and uh, from Jesus, <laughs> Jesse Martinez, great time to learn new products. Agreed. Exactly. All right, Terry. Well, um, any, I know we missed plenty, but anything we want to do to wrap this up? And then, like I said, we can come back for a part three at some point. Yeah, I, I do have a, a, what I think is an interesting comment. Uh, yeah. uh, one of the, uh, one of the manufacturers uh, uh, was talking to uh, the folks at Equipment Zone uh, about uh, getting in 50,000 masks and, uh, and Equipment Zone said, Hey, can you send us a couple? We've got some, some ideas about some things we want our tech guys to be experimenting with. And they said, Oh, they're all gone. We, we got them in like this past week, 50,000 of them. They, they, we've mm -hmm. sold them all. We don't have any to send you. Yeah. <laughs> but holy cow, there, there's some people making some money. Well, I don't know. Every, uh, it, I'm sure everybody's just like, uh, just like me that uh, every time you go online, any social, social media, then you'll see, well, for me, I get all the, uh, all the Kansas city chiefs masks uh, pop up on my, on my uh, threads. And, uh, and yeah. I'm sure everybody's getting the same kind of thing. So. Yeah, uh, it's uh, definitely that's a, it's a new product, and and we'll we'll see. It's it'll be interesting to see. You know, there is some. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out the exact right word. Consternation, maybe, might be uh, over because you know the challenge is is that, like I said, these masks are going as as fast as people can get them in, and a lot of times the minimum order amounts pretty high, and you know, and but and the lead times like 
you know, so if you were to go order some masks from a company right now, there's a couple of them out there that I know of that you get, you can order masks, but they're three to four weeks out and the minimum is pretty high. And, right. and then, you know, who knows what's going to, will, will America embrace masks? You know, masks have been the norm over in places like Japan and, and sure. Asia for a, a long time. Uh, but they've never been something that's taken off here. Um, so does this change things? I, I don't know. It's tough because. I, I, I think, I think that there will be a, a certain number of people you'll see at the grocery store, at the hardware store, wearing masks for, mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. Um, I, I don't own a mask, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I get it. And you know, I, I have a mask and, and when I've been out, I've, I've worn it and it is different. It is weird. And it, you know, like where, Oh, where was I at? I can't, anyhow, it doesn't, doesn't really matter where I was at, but I, I walked in with my mask and all the employees and stuff were there, no mask on, none of them had really? masks on. And, wow. and it was just kind of like, and, and it was weird. I actually felt weird. I felt out of place. I, I actually had the inclination to take my mask off so I would fit in, but I said, nope, nope, I, this isn't, this is bigger than this. And did you um, pass a note to the teller and say, fill this bag? <laughs> well, that's, that's the other part that you worry about, you know, um, t- Todd was wearing a mask the other day on one of the videos that we did and he had his hat on and he put his glasses on. I'm like, yeah, somebody commented that, you know, you should be robbing a, a train right now. <laughs> um, you know, so there's, there's, that. so we can get into all that conversation, you know, the, when, when this is all over, what happens with shaking hands, you know, like for example, in Japan, they haven't been as hard hit. Because again, massive in the norm, they don't shake mm-hmm. hands. You know, I mean, now personal space is a different deal over there. So maybe they're going to have to change some of that. Yeah. So when, when, when the next time I see you guys, it's going to be hard because I, I, I enjoy shaking hands and going into the hug, you know? So do yeah. we shake hands or do we just kind of go, Hey, how's it going, Terry? <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little fist bump. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me go wash my hands real quick. You know, <laughs> um, anyhow. Um, all right. Well, so we, we've got plenty more to talk about, but let's, uh, let's talk about a couple of events coming up here. Let's, uh, talk about what Eric has happening first here. Uh, his demystifying next level digitizing webinar is now available in recorded format. Uh, Eric put that on. It was wonderful. It was really awesome to watch him present with such passion and, and vigor. I mean, it ended up being close to four hours, uh, and, I am not an embroidery person. I know very little about it. But after that class and all of the things I've been doing with Dax, I feel like I could go out and actually, no, I couldn't, but I know a lot more <laughs> about it now than I ever did. And it's really cool. So um, anyhow, this was one of Eric's most popular classes from the trade show floor. He talks about better running, bolder, more beautiful embroidery with a faster cycle from concept to completion. So you can sign up for that over at bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash Eric D-D. And that's E-R-I-C-H-D-D, Eric D-D. So, um, and then uh, let's see here. He's got another virtual seminar coming up on May 2nd. So when we're doing our cocktail party, he will be the guy going, but I've got a seminar tomorrow. <laughs> um, we've I all heard, we've heard it before, Eric. Just yeah, yeah. give up, man. I can't do that. We'll wear you time. down. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, um, you could check that out. Go over to uh, vi- go and visit DaxShow.com. And uh, if you go to Treasure Island and seminars, you can sign up for for all of that. Uh, Eric's teaching about specialty threads and debating digitizing. Um, so I think we already 
do we cover specialty threads? Thank you, Eric. Yes, uh, we covered specialty threads, and uh, that's there. But uh, debating digitizing is coming up on May second, uh, and then also join Eric on his show today at two thirty Mountain Time called the Take Up. I believe this is from what I read. This is the thirteenth episode, so. Pretty soon, Terry, he's going to be too big for us. So we'll, I know. I'll have to get used to hitting the buttons again. He's shaking <laughs> his head now. We love you, Eric. You're, uh, we love what you're doing over there. So definitely check that out, 2.30 Mountain Time today. Um, that will I, be I do happening. Want, I do want to let the New Mexico State Police know that Eric is at work right now because he was having internet issues at home. Oh, so, Wow. You know, that. that, that <laughs> <laughs> Eric, that is all Terry. I do not condone his actions. Okay. Uh, but as far as his take up, you, you go make sure you check it out over at facebook.com slash embroidery Eric. And that's uh, again, E R I C H. So, <laughs> uh, all right, Terry, what about you? What do you got coming up here, sir? I have my uh, scheduling and estimated production time for screen printers, uh, four part series. It's going to start on May 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, that's going to be every Tuesday in May. You can find that at decorators.education slash SEPT, not September, but <laughs> scheduling and estimated production time. <laughs> it seems so, so good when I was putting it together. <laughs> <laughs> so far on my schedule, Saturday, May 23rd, I'll be presenting on being a great screen printer at the Dax Minnesota show. I've already recorded it uh, with Dax um, that uh, Aaron and I uh, did on April 15th. I have uh, screen printing classes upcoming, my complete screen printing business course at Workhorse Products in Phoenix. Right now, scheduled for June 6th and 7th. Atlas Screen Supply in Chicago, June 27th and 28th. And all my upcoming 2020 classes and events, you can find at terrycombs.com under tour dates and uh, ever-changing, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terry's big book of not travel is uh, continuing <laughs> to get things erased. A lot of erasing. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I use a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very nice. All right. Well, that, that sounds good. Uh, and uh, uh, now real quick on your comment about Eric and uh, him being in the office, his, uh, his boss, Brian said, uh, but he's the only one in the office. So <laughs> it's probably safer than being <laughs> other places. So um, I think I hear, I hear sirens though coming yeah. from <laughs> and E Rich is a true gangster, according to Todd, <laughs> Batman, as we like to call him. All right. Uh so for me, uh our success group is uh what what I've been working on right now and real excited about uh being able to uh, offer these training opportunities. So if you go over to oursuccessgroup.com, you become a member, you can sign up for, for the different training opportunities there. Uh, we've actually extended our introductory offers out. Uh, we decided that we would extend our introductory offers until the last shelter in place order has been lifted. So uh, who knows when that will be. So that but, uh, you know, don't miss it. As soon as that last one's up, we'll uh, we'll remove those introductory offers over there. Also, uh, we're getting ready to launch our next five keys that I mentioned. Uh, that's starting April 29th. And it will be uh, determining your why is where we'll start. But we're talking about business planning. And uh, so if you use the coupon code DC, you can get 25% off any of our five keys training. So if you just go over to oursuccessgroup.com slash five keys, and uh, you can check that out and save 25% off of those. And I think that's it. I've got a few more of the DAX virtual seminars coming up here uh, next week. And um, then we'll be wrapping that up. That has been a, a wonderful experience. Uh, I appreciate everybody working so hard and getting out of their, their comfort zone. Everybody's event has been wonderful so far. So um, excited for that. 
And uh, I think that's about it, Terry. We, we've got trade shows on the list, but I think we can hold those for now because we don't know what's going on. Um, but always uh, in flux. Always in flux. Yes. But uh, anyhow, I think I think we've done it, Terry. We're a little bit into bonus time here, so uh, we've come to the close of another show. I want to thank everybody that joined in the live broadcast today. If you're listening to the podcast version, do yourself a favor and try to catch one of the live versions on Friday at 10 a.m. Central Time. Uh, the regulators, you, you guys that are commenting, you guys that are participating here are awesome. So we appreciate everything you guys do to uh, keep making this program a lot of fun each and every week. And uh, thanks also to uh, my co-host, Terry, here for All making right. it fun as well. <laughs> <laughs> you, you as well, Aaron. And we thanks. also want to thank our uh, show producer, Eric Campbell. And you can find him at ericcampbell.com. And thanks to our sponsor, Impressions Expo. Indeed. Uh, next week, Terry, we are uh, still efforting. So it could be part three. It could be something else. Uh, so stay tuned. We're going to try to get that locked down here over the next couple of days. Right. So uh, stay tuned. We'll, we'll be back one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until then, I'm Terry Combs. He's Aaron Montgomery. We are the two regular guys. Thank you for listening to Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, regularguys.com. You can also interact with us over at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash tworegularguys, or send us a tweet, twitter.com slash tworegularguys. And we have a YouTube page. You can find all that from our website, tworegularguys.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs>